You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Jesus is the central focus of everything we do in life and ministry. Know more about this truth in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Happy anniversary, everyone! Sabi mo sa katabi mo, happy anniversary. Yan, okay, 30 years na po tayo dahil since 1984, okay? Can you say radical? Medyo lagyan natin ng konting angas. Radical. Yan, we are radical for God. In meaning, we have the strong conviction to really go all out for Christ. Amen? Now, paraan po ng ating pag-celebrate ng ating anniversary is to have a series entitled Radical. At sa loob po ng limang linggo, ipag-uusapan po natin yung pinaka-core values ng victory. Namely, first is Lordship. Say Lordship. Lordship is centered on the Lord Jesus Christ. And we say, walang ibang bida sa church na ito maliban kay Jesus. We are not personality-centered, personality-driven, but we are only driven by our Lord Jesus Christ. So we say, Jesus, period. At pangalawa po, ang ating uh, isang sa mga core values ay evangelism. Say evangelism. Evangelism is about winning souls for the Lord, just like the illustration nung hinahanap nung isang pastol, yung isang nawawalang tupa. Iniwan yung 99 upang hanapin yung isang tupa na nawawala because souls are so valuable before God. Pangatlo po is discipleship. Say discipleship. Yung na third week, pag-usapan natin about discipleship. We believe na ang bawat isang mana ng palata is called by God to grow in the knowledge of God. We are commanded by the Lord to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And fourth is leadership. Say leadership. We believe that every member really is a minister. We believe in the potential of everyone, especially the young people, the young generation. We believe that God is raising up leaders in order to, to really run the church, in order to uh, lead everybody to the Lord Jesus Christ. And lastly, yung pong ikaliman linggo is about family. Say family. Do you value your family? Yes, we say we value our family. That's why we made it one of our core values. At pag-uusapan din natin yan sa loob sa fifth week po natin. So ngayong araw na ito, pag-uusapan natin yung simula. It's about Lordship. Say Lordship. Lordship. And we say Jesus, period. Now para maintindihan po natin, allow me just to give you an illustration. Okay? This is John Kenneth Galbraith. Okay? He's an American economist and he used to work with this president, the 36th president of the United States, Lyndon Johnson. Now, itong si Galbraith, pag-uwi niya ng bahay, yung sabi niya sa kanyang housekeeper, ang pangalan is uh, Emily Gloria Wilson. Ang sabi niya, matutulog lang ako, sabi niya, pagka may tumawag sa akin, huwag mo kong gigisingin. Kaya sabi mo, natutulog ako. So, of course, itong si Emily Gloria is uh, matapat doon sa kanyang boss. Now, suddenly, while he was sleeping, tumawag po si Lyndon Johnson. Eh, syempre, President ng United States yan. Okay? Tapos, hinanap niya si Galbraith. Sabi niya, this is the President of the United States. I would like to talk to Ken. Sabi nung, nung housekeeper, sabi niya, uh, Sir, he is sleeping and he was, I was told not to disturb him while he, was, while he is sleeping. Sabi niya, no, you don't understand. I am the President of the United States. Yes, sir, but you are not my boss. My boss is, is Galbraith. 
And so, nung pagkagising ni Galbraith, sinabi nung housekeeper niya yung nangyari, and Galbraith was expecting na magagalit yung presidente. So, nag-callback siya sa presidente, sabi niya, uh, sabi ng presidente sa kanya, tuwan-tuwa, sabi niya, what is the name of your housekeeper? So, sinabi niya, yung pangalan si Emily Gloria Wilson. Uh, please tell her to come here in White House. I would like him to be part of the White House. <laughs> wow. There must be something that she did that made this president so glad. You know why? Dahil alam niya kung sino yung kanyang boss. Na kahit sino pang matataas at may influensyang tao, alam niya kung sino yung kanyang boss. Now, my question is, kayo ba? Alam niyo ba kung sino yung boss natin? Kilala niyo ba kung sino yung inyong Panginoong pinaglilingkuran na kahit sino mang may influensyang tao, ang pakikinggan niyo pa rin ay si Lord? Yan po yung ating pag-uusapan sa oras na ito. It's about the Lordship of Christ in our lives. Tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin sa Romans chapter 10 verses 9 to verses, verse 9. Romans 10, 9. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Dito rin po sa may Luke chapter 10 verse 46. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? Just po magpapala sa kanyang salita. Let's bow down. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity that indeed we can recognize the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. Samahan mo po kami, Panginoon. Gabayan mo kami sa pagbubulay-bulay ng iyong salita. At ito po ay may apply namin sa aming buhay. Tunay na sa oras na ito at sa lugar na ito. Dinideklara ng aming buhay at ang aming bibig na sa Yesus lamang ang aming Panginoon. Ito ang aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Amen. Makaw po tayong lahat. Now, yung dalawa pong verses na binasa natin, first is really talking about Jesus Christ is Lord as something that is very much essential to our salvation. That if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised Him from dead, you will be saved. Yung pangalawang verse po sa Luke 10.46 it talks about the very evidence of, of the Lordship of Christ in our lives. Now, lagi nating nasasabi yung Lord, okay? In the Bible, sinabi po yung Lord, especially in the book of Acts, 92 times na binanggit yung Lord. While the, the word Savior is mentioned twenty uh, two times. So, layo ng kaibahan, 92 times and two times. We believe that Jesus Christ is both Lord and Savior. Amen. Okay, if Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, unawain nating mabuti ito because I have a point to drive matapos kong banggitin ito. Now, in the whole New Testament, okay, the word Lord is mentioned 747 times. Wow, ang dami. And in the New Testament naman, yung word Savior ay nabangit lang ng 24 times. Now, bagamat we both believe, we all believe that Jesus is both Lord and Savior, but makikita natin, ang binibigay ng emphasis ng Bible is about the Lordship of Christ. You know, when you say, Jesus is your Savior, meaning, we receive salvation from the Lord. Amen? It ensures us of our eternal destiny. It is for us. Wala tayong ginawa. It's the sovereign grace of God that made us receive our salvation. Ang sarap. May tagapagligtas tayo. But you see, when you talk about the word Lord, Aba, ibang klase yan. Okay? Ibig sabihin, bababa ka sa trono ng iyong puso 
at si Jesus, ang magiging Panginoon ng buhay mo, may, may corresponding responsibility yan on our part. Nang ibig sabihin sa buhay natin, hindi na tayo yung Panginoon. Si Jesus na yung ating Panginoon. Amen? Hindi ang sinuman, hindi ang anumang bagay, kundi si Jesus na ang ating Panginoon. At yun ay hindi madali. Okay? Hindi madali yun dahil mayroong corresponding responsibility yun. Pag sinabi ni Lord na hindi pwede, we must learn how to yield on the Lordship of Christ and abandon sin, abandon things that are outside the will of God and pursue the Lord. Pag sinabi niyang, ito ang gawin mo, ayaw mo man gawin, pero sinasabi ni Lord, ito ang gawin mo, you have to obey, you have to follow. It is because that's the demand of Lordship. But let me tell you, Lordship may have a demand, but it is the same Lordship that we receive in our hearts that would produce in us a life that really honors God. Kapag tinanggap natin sa Yesus bilang Panginoon natin, maglilikha rin sa puso natin ng isang buhay na magbibigay ng karangalan sa Diyos. Why? Hindi naman kasi tayo ang bumabago sa ating sarili, kundi yung pagiging Panginoon ni Kristo sa puso natin. Amen? We believe not just on Jesus Christ, we believe on the Lordship of Christ. There are so many people, even the Muslim, they believe in Jesus, but the question is, do they accept Him as their Lord? I don't think so. So, receiving Christ as Lord is something different kasi meron tayong responsibilidad na dapat gawin sa ating buhay. We must be aware. And by being aware, we will allow ourselves to be emerged more on the Lordship of Christ so that it will produce in us a life that really honors Him. Amen. Now, Jesus must be the Lord in the center of the church. That is our guiding principle. That is the standard of our commitment with God. We would like to put everything under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Nothing more, nothing less. Anything that we do must really honor God and must be, Jesus must be seen as the very center of it. At kaya po kami, lagi namin sinasabi rito, we exist to honor God and make disciple. Everything that we do, sinitingnan namin, does it honor God or not? Dahil gusto natin si Jesus lagi yung nasa sentro. Kasi kung hindi namin kayo papaalan, may tendency sa buhay natin nang akala natin si Jesus pa rin yung sentro ng buhay natin. O akala natin siya pa rin yung dahilan kung bakit tayo nagpupunta rito. Yung pala iba na. Dahil minsan merong tendency na ma-replace natin si Jesus at ang hinahabulan natin, hindi na si Jesus, kundi yung preacher na. Nandiyan po kayo. Sabihin ko sa inyo, walang ibang superstar dito maliban kay Jesus. Amen? Walang ibang superstar dito, waliban kay Jesus Kristo, wala nang iba. Okay? Natutuwa tayo na ang Diyos ay nagre-raise up ng mga preacher, and we would like to have more. We've been praying for more. Hindi naman lalago ang victory sa buong metro ng Manila na ganito kapag wala tayong na-raise ng mga preachers. Pero, we don't center our lives on whoever is preaching. Hindi siya ang sinusundan natin. We are all followers of Jesus. That's the meaning of discipleship. Being a disciple of Christ means you are a follower of Christ. You are not my follower. You, we are all followers of Christ. Amen? So kahit na sino yung itinatayo ng Panginoon dito, basta't salita ng Diyos yung kanyang sinasabi, nakikinig tayo. Amen? So we... We, we praise God for good preachers. Ako naman to, eh. ako man po isang mangangaral, but we say na hindi sa preacher, hindi sa isang magaling na isang propeta, religious, apostol, na ating tinitingnan. Hindi ho ganun. We only center 
our lives on the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. Hindi rin ho sa experience. Wow, sarap dyan. Pag pumunta ka sa Victory Dumalo ka, ang sarap ng pakiramdam. Well, salamat to na magandang pakiramdam ninyo rito. Pero wala ho sa magandang pakiramdam. Hindi ho sa karanasan nakasentro yung ating buhay. Minsan pag upo mo dyan, minsan nakasalubok ang asher, minsan hindi ka nangitian. Parang hindi yata magandang experience. O nasita ka, nasabi sa'yo, huwag kang umupo dyan, dumupo ka sa ibang lugar. Hindi magandang experience. Pagka doon nakabatay, ang iyong pagpunta rito, the following Sunday, wala ka na. Amen? Hindi rin sa kantahan natin, not worship-centered. Nakuwang, ganda, maganda ang sound system dyan eh. Kaya ang tulog dyan ng mga piano at mga electric guitar, ang gaganda lang tunog. Wow, sarap mag-worship. You know what? Ang sarap ng pag-worship kapag ang isip at puso mo nakasentro kay Jesus. Kahit maganda ang tugtugan yan, kung hindi naman nakasentro ang isipan mo kay Jesus, wala pong say We worship Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Hindi rin po nakabatay sa ating dokrina. Walang debate dito. Ano ba ang nasusulat? Kapatid. Hindi tayo nakikipag-debate, nakikipag-kompetensya kahit kanino mang tao na ibang dokrina sa atin. Hindi rin tayo cause-oriented centered. Bagamat may real life tayo na pinapag-aral natin yung mga scholars ho natin, pero hindi huron umiikot ang buong ministry natin. Isa lang ho yung sa mga activity natin. Pero kasi ako mga ilan, nagkaroon sila ng proyekto magtayo ng bahay sa mga mahihirap. Eventually, nawala ng evangelism, puro pagtatayo na lang ng bahay sa mga mahihirap ang kanilang naging dahilan kung bakit nag exist yung kanilang church. We don't want to do that. The heart of Jesus is still for the perishing souls. Amen? Hindi rin home meeting-centered. Hindi natutuwa tayo dahil nakikita natin yung mga, wow, kaganda ng mga tao dito sa victory. Puro gwapot, mga magaganda. Parang hindi kayo maniwala. Okay. Pero hindi ho yun ang dahilan kung bakit tayo pupunta rito. Hindi ho fellowship-centered. Hindi rin building-centered. Kahit maganda yung building natin, the aircon, maraming ilaw. Bisang may nag-comment sa Ebi, wow, ang ganda ng church niyo, ang daming ilaw. Parang pakirandam ko, ngayon lang siya nakakita ng center na maraming ilaw. Okay, pero hindi ho ito ang dahilan kung bakit tayo narito. Hindi rin ho mga tao ang dahilan. Maganda ho ang lahat ng ito. Component po ito ng isang church na pinagpapala ng Panginoon. Pero ang buhay natin at pagkatao natin at ang dahilan kung bakit tayo nagpupunta rito ay walang iba kundi si Jesus pa rin. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise. He deserve it. Now, pag sinasabi ho ng Bible na Jesus is Lord, ano po bang ibig sabihin nun? Sa Bible po, pag sinabing Jesus is Lord, it is a theological statement. Why? Because 6,000 times na banggit po yung salitang Lord. In Septuagint, ibig sabihin po yung Greek translation of the Old Testament. Nang na ibig sabihin ay God. Okay? Adonai, Hebrew word na Adonai. Na ibig sabihin, pag sinabing Lord, ibig sabihin it refers to God. Therefore, when you say Jesus is Lord, you are declaring Jesus is God. Yahweh, uh, Jehovah, Jehovah or I am, the great I am, it refers all to the divinity of Jesus Christ. It is also a political statement. Why? Because during the Roman Empire, bukang bibig na nila yung Caesar is Lord. Okay? Ibig sabihin, kapag kadiniklear mo sa panahon yung Jesus is Lord, wala na yung allegiance mo kay Caesar, kundi na kay Jesus na. Kaya nga sinabi ng Bible, if, any, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Bakit? Kasi yung mga panahong yun, ang mga tao nagsasabing Jesus is Lord, ibig sabihin, handa silang mamatay. Bakit? Kasi 
Pagka sinabi mo yung Jesus is Lord, that is a political statement, pwede kang patayin ng mga Roman soldiers because you are transferring your allegiance from Caesar to Jesus. E sa ating panahon, ang daming sumisigaw ng Jesus is Lord. Pero ang tanong doon, sino ba kaya yung tunay na handang magbigay ng kanilang buhay para kay Jesus? Okay? Jesus is Lord is also a personal statement. It's a very key for our, to our salvation. Hindi lamang we all believe that Jesus is Lord, but personally, is He the Lord of your life? Even if Jesus Christ is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, unless He becomes Lord of your life, hindi lang nung katabi mo, hindi ka lang concerned na maging Lord siya ng katabi mo, ikaw mismo. Si Jesus ba ang iyong Panginoon? It is also a personal statement. Kasi pag sinabi mong, Jesus is my Lord, Ibig sabihin, handa kang sumunod kay Heso Kristo. Amen? Kaya nga sabi ko, may, kar- may, may ka- kasamang responsibilidad yon. Now, as I said, maraming Kristiyano nagsasabing, Jesus is Lord, pero ito hong yung problema. There are people who are sincere in saying that, but they are ignorant. Why? Dahil hindi pa nila alam ang salita ng Panginoon. Unfortunately naman, ayaw din nilang yung iba magpakalalim sa salita ng Panginoon. You cannot obey something that you don't know. Kaya nga po, we encourage every one of you, hindi man ngunin nyo dala yung Biblia ninyo, nawapos sa inyong mga bahay, may dala kayong Biblia na inyong minimeditate, na inyong binabasa, napakahalaga po ng Bible. Huwag natin ipagpalit ang Bible sa one-to-one booklet. Ang one-to-one booklet is just an instrument for us to disciple other people. But at the end of the day, babalik ka pa rin sa Bible dahil gusto mo makatanggap ng fresh revelation of who God is. Amen? Napakahalaga po nun. Kaya pag hindi ka nagbababad sa salita ng Panginoon, hindi ka nagbabasa, sincere ka man na si Jesus ang Panginoon mo, pero paano mo siya masusunod kung hindi mo alam ang kanyang salita? There are people who are sincere but independent. Ibig sabihin, tinanggap nila si Jesus bilang Panginoon, but ayaw nila na may mag-mentor sa kanila. Ayaw nila na may mag-disciple sa kanila. Ayaw nila na may gagabay sa kanila. Ayaw nila that someone would walk alongside with them to journey them in their Christian walk. Tandaan niyo, God has not called us to be alone. God has called us to be with other believers because it is also through other believers that we grow and we realize kung ano yung mga kahinaan natin, kung ano yung mga bagay natin dapat matutunan at kung paano tayong lalago sa ating Panginoon. Tandaan niyo, God is expecting us to be perfect, but God is expecting us to grow. And we can grow in an environment wherein we are being discipled. There are people who are also sincere but in bondage. Ito yung naborn again pero ang tagal ng transformation kasi may mga bondage sa buhay nila. It could either either product siya ng generational sin o maaaring nag-indulge siya sa mga rituals na, nag, na may kaakibat na mga sumpa. It requires a special session to that. Kaya meron tayo tinatawag na Victory Weekend. This coming 25 and 26, may victory weekend tayo. Doon po nararanasan ng mga tao yung tinatawag na deliverance. Kasi nakakailangan ng isang special session para mag isang tao who are in bondage of sin, who are in bondage of curse, it could either they entered into a curse or somebody cursed them or mayroong generational curse na nakapasok, it takes a special session of deliverance for them to be out of that bondage para hindi sila paikot-ikot sa kasalanang ginagawa nila. Medyo, that takes time and that takes a special session. There are people who are, who are not sincere at all. 
They declare Jesus is Lord, pero hindi mo makita kung talagang si Jesus nga talaga yung kanilang buhay. With the way they live, we call them hypocrites. Now, if I'm going to show you a picture of Rolex, okay, yung isa dyan tunay, yung isa fake, okay, nakikita nyo ba yung kaibahan? Tignan nyo nga kung mabuti. Sino nyo nakakita ng kaibahan? Taas ang kamay. Ha? Yung oras. <laughs> ang galing lang sagot nyo. That's a good observation. I like it. Okay, yung oras nga magkaiba. Pero huwag nyo tignan yung oras. Yung quality ng rilo. Di ba? Parang, aaminin ko sa inyo, wala hong kaibahan sa unang tingin. Di ho ba? Okay? Pero, eventually, malalaman mo ang kaibahan yan. Una, yung tunay na Rolex, it cost more. Tama? Eh, syempre, kung meron kang nabi, Rolex to, 100 pesos lang. Ha? Eh, so, eh, Eh, mahal ho yung tunay na Rolex. Eh, kung may nabubiro na isang dahil Rolex, eh, sabihin nyo sa akin, bili tayo. <laughs> okay, joke lang. Now, ibig sabihin, mas mahal, mas may value yung totoong Rolex kaysa sa fake. Pangalawa, siyempre, yung tunay, it lasts longer. Yung fake, yun, baka isang linggo, isang buwan, mahaba na siguro yung isang taon, ang eh, itatagal nun. Pagdating sa patagalan, walang tatalo doon sa tunay. Tama? Now, how do we relate that to Christian life? Gusto ng Panginoon maging mga totoo tayong Kristiyano, hindi fake. Bakit? Kasi pagka-fake, hindi tumatagal. Hello? Hello? Yung fake na Kristiyano, hindi tumatagal. Pagka nagkaroon ng problema, bakit pa kasi ako na-born again eh? Simula nagka-born again ako, nagkapatong-patong ang problema ko. Samantalang nung panahon ng blessing, praise the Lord, testify pa ng testify. God is good! Pero pagdating na ng problema, hmm, bakit ba ganyan? Puro na lang, hallelujah, praise the Lord, John. Bumibigay ang isang tunay na mananampalataya dahil may Jesus sa kanilang pusong tunay. Tunay ang pananampalataya nila. May problema man o wala, kay Kristo pa rin sila maglilingkod. Amen? Amen. Praise God, praise God. Let's give Him praise. So let me talk about the four facets of lordship. First is loyalty to Jesus. Second is obedience to God's word. Three is, third is repentance to sin. And four is death to self. Pisaan po natin, loyalty to Jesus. Sabi ng Colossians 2 verse 6 to 7, So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in Him. Say, continue. Once again, continue. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, continue ha. Okay, may hapa. <laughs> Rooted and built up, built up in Him, is strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thanksgiving. Receiving Christ as Lord is a one-time thing. But the impact of this must be continuous. Okay? Minsan mong tinanggap seso sa puso mo, that's great. Pero ito ay kinapamumuhay mo araw-araw. Tama? Hindi po yan pang isang buwan, hindi pang isang taon. It's for a lifetime. Kaya ang sinasabi doon sa atin, para tumagal ka, magpatuloy ka sa pamumuhay sa kanya, rooted. Ano sabi ng rooted? Alam nyo ang puno, kapag ka mababaw lang ang ugat niyan, pagka malakas na yung bagyo, tinamaan ng Yolanda yan, bibigay na yan. Gigiba na kagad yung puno na yan. Ayaw ni Lord, nagigiba ka kagad pagtama ng problema. So anong gagawin mo? Magpakalalim ka, sa pagkakakilala kay Hesus Kristo. How? 
ginagawa natin, we regularly attend the church. We allow ourselves to be mentored, to be discipled. We have our personal discipline on meditating the Word of God and we pray. Magpakalalim po tayo sa salita ng Panginoon dahil pagkamalalim tayo sa salita ng Diyos, nagiging malalim tayo sa pagkakakilala natin sa Diyos. At ang sabi rin, built up in Him, okay, and strengthened in the faith as you were thought. Gusto ng Panginoon na maging matatag tayo sa buhay natin. Alam nyo ang langgam, ang kainaman dito, nag-iipon siya ng kanyang pagkain. Pagdating ng tag-ulan, hindi niya na problema yung pagkain. Alam nyo kung bakit? Kasi naka-inbak na yun ng maraming pagkain niya. Tama? Mga kapatid, mag-ipon tayo ng maraming salita ng Diyos sa puso natin. Appreciate every word of God. Meditate and make it personal in your life. Dahil pagdating ng problema na hindi mo alam kung kailan tatama, mayroon kang bubunutin, mayroon kang naipon na salita ng Panginoon to counter the works of the enemy in your life. Amen. Kadalasan sa mga mabilis bumibigay sa kanilang pananampalataya ay yung mababaw lamang ang pagkakakilala nila sa Diyos. Dahil na-overwhelm sila ng laki ng problema kaysa sa laki ng kanilang Diyos. But if you know God in this way, pag tumama yung problema, makikita mo mas malaki pa rin ang Diyos sa pinagsama-samang problema Therefore, magiging matatag ka, hindi ka bibigay. At kapag hindi ka bumibigay, yun ang klase ng buhay na nagbibigay ng karangalan sa Diyos. Amen? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, sincere sabi mo, huwag kang bibigay. Pag-ingiti-ingiti sa inyo yung iba. Huwag kayong bibigay sa mga problema at pagsubok ng buhay. Okay? Now, loyalty to God means Faithful allegiance to Him who governs you. Sino ba namumuno sa buhay natin? Di ba si Lord? So, yung loyalty to God is absolute. Meron tayong mga boss sa opisina, okay? May loyalty rin tayo sa kanila because we are working with them. But the loyalty that we give them is not absolute. Okay? Because our ultimate boss and Lord is none other than Jesus Christ. Okay? Halimbawa, sabi ng busay nyo, pwede ba pikiin mo yung signature ni Mayor? Ha? Paki-fake mo yung signature ni Mayor. Ako ang boss mo. I-fake mo para nasa ganun yung makakuha natin itong daan-daang milyon na ito. Ang tanong doon, pipirmahan nyo ba? Gagayahin nyo ba yung pirma? Eh, boss nyo yung nagsasabi, tatanggalin ka sa trabaho. What will you do? Kita nyo na, hindi, hindi kayo makasagot. 100 million na kasi pinag-uusapan eh. Basta kung piso lang yan, <laughs> malaking halaga na yan. Eh kung sabihin sa inyo, 10% yung sa inyo, pipirmahan kayo? Of course. Why? You may be loyal to your boss, but your, your ultimate loyalty belongs to God. And you know it will defile you. Pirma maring inisip mo, pirma lang yan. <laughs> Sige ka. <laughs> Baka arrestuin ka rin. Mahirap yun. Hindi mo alam, kala mo, sim- wala, simple lang yung ginawa mo, mapipili mo kung ano yung bagay na gagawin mo, pero hindi mo pipili ang consequences nito. Amen? Okay, nanlalaki yung mga mata ninyo. Mabunggit kayo 100 million. Okay. So our loyalty, absolute loyalty, belongs to God. Even if there are people more influential in our society, still our loyalty belongs to God. If somebody, if a king is asking you to do something that's opposed to the king of kings, we would still choose our king of kings. Amen? Second is obedience to God's word. Sabi ng Luke, 4, Luke 6, 46, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, 
and do not do what I say. Sa panahon po ng Bible, yung pong mga taong pag sinabi nila Lord, iksabi willing silang obey, sumunod sa kanilang boss nila. Kaya dito may isang challenging question, why do you call me, si Jesus po na Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say. Kaya ito sinasabi ko kanina, may corresponding responsibility po ito. Pag tinanggap natin si Lord, we must be willing to obey Him. Although, let me tell you this, the willingness belongs to us, but the power to obey, the power to change, belongs to God. Let me repeat that, because I don't want you to struggle in life. I don't like you to see that Christianity is a set of do's and don'ts. The Lordship of Christ in you, in us, if it is genuine, it will produce naturally. It will produce obedience. Tulad po nung araw, ini, ako po third year high school pa lang po kasi, na, nagumuna ako sa pag-inom eh. Because doon ko na ako kuha yung aking significance. Hanggang sa first year college ako. Nakakilala ko in the middle of my high school at saka ng aking college. Pagtitignan ko po yung si Ka Miguel, nagtititigan po kami. <laughs> hindi ko malaman. Kung nagti- Ayoko na, pero hindi ko kaya. Pinipilit ko, tapos tatalunin kita. Pero nangyari ako ang natatalo. Dahil naiinom ko siya hanggang sa, Lord, ito lang, isa lang. Lord, isa na lang. Hanggang sa mami, nakakalahating case na ako. Sa konti-konti. Yan ang mahirap sa pakonti-konti. Okay. So, hindi ko kaya. Sabi ko, Lord, ayoko na. Pero bakit hindi ko magawa? It's because, alam yung dahilan kung bakit? Because I was trying to perform. I was trying to use my human energy, my human strength to change myself. But all it takes is a complete surrender to God because the ability to change comes from God, but the willingness comes from us. Ang question is, are you willing to be changed? May isa po akong pakikitang video sa inyo. I'm pretty sure masyadong relevant ito sa ating panon dahil dumadami ng programa patungkol sa mga ganitong klase. At sinasabi nila, uh, dilikha sila ng Diyos na ganun. But ito nga ho kaya yung karanasan ng taong ipakikita natin ngayon. Panoorin po ninyo nang sa ganun makita ho ninyo. Ang dami kong tanong, bakit hindi ako katulad ng iba? Bakit iba yung gusto ko? Itong dito ako, Inusok ko ng damit pang babae. Sinubukan ko talaga kompleto sa mascara, eyeliner, at lipstick. Pero sabi ko, hindi ako babae. Lalaki ako. Magpapakalalaki ako. Nagkaroon ako ng girlfriend. Pero naghihiwalay din kami. Hindi ko maintindihan. Sino ba talaga ako? Sino ba talaga si Ariel? May mga kaklase ako na palagi nag-i-invite sa akin sa isang youth service. Sumama so, ko, baka dito kumahanap yung sagot. May kulang talaga sa akin eh. Hindi ko alam kung ano. Baka dito mahanap rin kukumpleto sa akin. Pagkatapos ng service, sumali din ako sa group nila. Ang tiyaga ng victory group leader. Tinulungan niya akong maintindihan sino si Jesus. Sino ako? Pakipasasalamat ko na natagpuan ako ni Jesus. Ako siya rin. Hindi na ako nagdadalang isip pa. Wala nang pag-aalin lang sa puso ko. Tinapon ko na lahat ng mga damit pang babae. Kasi hindi yun ang para sa akin. Sa akong lalaki na ginawa niya. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. When I met Jesus, everything changed. 
Wow! Praise God! Makita po ninyo, isang taong binago ng Panginoon from being a homosexual na maging tunay na lalaki. So, hindi totoo na may taong isinilang na si Reyna. Kung ikaw ay nilikha ng Diyos na lalaki, na male, you have to choose to be a man. If God created you to be a female, you have to choose to be a woman. Your willingness to choose your gender is powerful. Because you have to choose what God has called you to be. You have your identity before God. You draw your identity from your Creator. Ang mahirap naman sometimes, we draw our identity from what people say, from what media says. We have to draw our identity from our original Creator. The enemy is a deceiver and would try to deceive us. And say, ginilikha ka lang ganyan eh. Ganyan ka na. Hindi ba napansin nung umiiyak? Anong sanggol ka? Wee! Ganun ang iyak mo. <laughs> Hindi, wala akong ganun. Okay? So, this is to say that, alam nyo, sabi nung iba sa interview, eh, sinubukan ko nila ng religion, hindi ako nabago. Kasi, relihiyon, organisasyon, ang iniisip mong babago sa'yo. It is not the organization. It's not even victory. It is only the Lordship and the very person of Jesus Christ. Siya ang makapagbabago. You come to a personal relationship, not to a ritual thing, not to attend an organization. It must be a personal encounter. Let me tell you, kahit linggo-linggo narito kayo, unless you have a personal encounter with Christ, hindi pa rin mababago ang buhay ninyo. Because it's not the organization, it's not the movement, it's not the affiliation that will change the heart of a person. It's only the very person and the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Amen. Ganyan din ho ako binago ng Panginoon. Hindi naman ako dating ganon. <laughs> Sabi ko, <laughs> ko, hindi ako ganon ha. Kuroting ko kayo. <laughs> Pero si Lord, bumabago ng buhay. So, ito yung isang katibayan lang. Sabi ni Warren Worsby, sabi the first duty of every soul is to find not its freedom, but its master. We are seeking to be freed. We are seeking to be liberated, but unless we know the master of our soul and we go back to Him, we will never experience freedom. Only Jesus Christ is the author of life. And only Him we can find genuine freedom. For, for if the Son of Man sets you free, then you are free indeed. Amen? Praise God. The number three is repentance from sin. Sabi na Acts 20 verse 21, I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Ang repentance po is not penance. Penance is when you are paying for your sin. You cannot pay for your sin. Okay? You cannot do what Jesus Christ did. Si Jesus yung nagbayad sa kasalanan, dapat tayo ang magbabayad. Para nang sa hindi na nga natin bayaran, tatanggapin mo na lang yung kapatawaran. Tatanggapin mo na lamang yung pagpapatawad ng Diyos the moment you start repenting. Repentance is a change of mind and a change of heart, then it would give you a new direction. It's also a change of direction. Kung dati dito ka lumalakad sa kasalanan, nagbagong yung isipan because of the word of God, tinanggap mo si Jesus na bagong yung puso, then you will have your new direction. Why? It is because our faith in Jesus and on the Lordship of Christ will produce in us a life that honors God. Amen? So, 
Ang pagsisisi ay hindi lamang mo paghingi ng sorry. Pagkatapos ay the following day, gagawin mo na naman. Gagawin mo na naman. Although let me tell you, repentance is a process. The fact is, we must learn to live every day with a repentant heart. Because every day we commit sin. Every day we commit mistakes. We need to have a life of repentance, a life of surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ every day. Because ang pagiging Lord ni Jesus sa puso natin, hindi lamang pang isang araw. Ito ay araw-araw. Amen? Next is death to self. Pagkamatay sa ating sarili. Sabi ng Romans 14 verse 7 and 8, For none of us lives to himself alone, and none of us dies to himself alone. If we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Anong ibig sabihin nun, dying to self? Medyo malalim ng gusto. We used to live in the life of sin. We used to spend this self, this life, to sin. Pag sinabing dying to self, you are just allowing God to live in your life. Because you can't, hindi pwedeng buhay ka sa kasalanan at the same time buhay ka rin sa Diyos. You must die to yourself. You must die to all the things that you would like to do. Yung tulak lang laman sa buhay mo, dapat mamatay yun. Para nang sa ganun yung katwiran ng Diyos ay mabuhay sa buhay natin. Dahil hindi po pwedeng nabubuhay ka sa Diyos at nabubuhay ka sa kasalanan all at the same time. Yes, transformation is a process, but you must be willing to go to that process. You need to be patient with yourself as well. Sometimes may babagsak ka, but you have to stand up again. Dahil hindi naman tinitignan ng Diyos yung dami ng pagbagsak mo, ang tinitignan yung dami ng pagbangon mo. At sa pagbangon mong yun, kapit kamay kayo ng Panginoong Yesus. Amen? May pakita po ako sa isang video pa, importante, mapanood po nito eh. Again, this is a testimony, a real story from this person. Video please. Ako si Jafet, 20 years old, nung nasampahan ng kaso dahil sa pangbubugbog. Umuwi yung mundo ko nung araw na yun. Nung tumatakbo sa isip ko nun, nung nangyari yung pagkakataon na yun, sobrang natatakot ako. Iniisip ko kapag nagulong ako, masisira yung takbo ng buhay ko. Masira lahat ng mga pangarap ko. Parang natatakot ako maranasan yung makapasok sa loob ng isang kulungan. Nalaman ng mga classmate ko na nasampahan ako ng kaso ng serious physical injury. Alam nila na wala akong pambayad, kaya yung ginawa ng mga classmate ko, nag-ambagan sila para magpiyansahan nila ako. Doon ko nalaman na tunay sila kaibigan, na may malasakit sila sa akin, na mapagmahal silang kaibigan. Yung sitwasyon na yun, yung nangyari sa buhay ko, ay yung ginamit ni Lord para mapalapit ako sa kanya, para makilala ko siya. Yung pinakanakakatawa doon, yung schoolmate ko na binubuli ko, siya pa yung mismo yung nagwantuan sa akin, siya pa yung nag-disciple sa akin. Ngayon, naglilid na rin ako ng sarili kong victory group. Sa victory group, nasishare ko yung buhay ko kung paano binago ni Lord yung buhay ko. At sobrang natatouch sila kapag nalaman nila na ganun tao ako dati. Amen. Praise God. Wala pong imposible sa isang taong nagbabalik loob sa Diyos. Hindi lamang siya kayang patawarin ng Panginoon, kaya din siyang baguhin ng Panginoong Yesus. Lahat po tayo ay tinawag ng Panginoon at sa kakibat ng pagkakatawag ng Diyos sa atin. Dahil si Yesus ay nagbuhat ng krus, tayo po ay may kanya-kanyang krus din na binubuhat. Iba sa krus na binuhat ni Yesus. Ang sabi po ng Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 25, Then Jesus said to His disciples, 
If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. Yung cross na yun ay yung mga cross na binubuhat natin para maplis lamang natin ang puso ng Panginoon. Hindi yung mga bagay na gusto nating gawin dahil konbinyente, komportable sa atin. But if it hurts the heart of God, titiisin natin, sundin pa rin kung ano ang kalaoban ng Panginoon. Minsan tayo inuusig, tantas kinakwinukot tayo ng mga kasamahan natin, ngunit mga kapatid, tandaan natin, maliliit lang ko yung cross na yan na binubuhat natin. The ultimate cross was actually carried by Jesus Christ so that we, even as we follow Him, can carry our own cross because Christ triumphed over the cross, we can also triumph over our own crosses. Amen? Sabi po ng Romans 12.1, and this is the act that we are supposed to do in order to let His Lordship come into our lives. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Ang question po, gusto ho ba nating mabuhay under the Lordship of Christ? O gusto nating mabuhay pa rin under our own Lordship na tayo pa rin yung Panginoon, tayo pa rin ang magpapatakbo ng buhay natin or just allow the Lord to mold us, to transform us, and to lead us into the right path. Living a life under the Lordship of Christ produces a life that honors God. And I think all of us who receive Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, we must continue to live a life under the Lordship of Christ regardless of persecution, regardless of temptation, because ang pamumuhay natin sa ilalim ng pagiging Panginoon ni Kristo ay lilikha sa buhay natin ng isang klase ng buhay na magbibigay ng karangalan sa Diyos. Amen? We hope you were inspired by that message. Read more about the Victory's 30th Anniversary Celebration by visiting our website at www.victoryalabang.org and joining us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Happy Anniversary and stay connected.